day. So every day we start fresh because we can't affect the past, but we damn sure can make a difference today. Welcome to episode 37 of Shop Talk. It's Jennifer and Carrie. And we're back with a recap of 413 titled Fight or Flight. Um, everyone had good cases this week that left you on the edge of your seat. And we like, we saw partnerships that we don't see a lot of, um, Tim and Angela, um, which I'm just going to say that we need more of that, like the rest of the season and forever. Um, and we also got to see more of Aaron Thorson and learn more about him and his backstory. Um, so yeah, let's break it down. There's first we'll start off with the news. Um, there's not a ton because we're on a three week hiatus now. seems like we just got back from hiatus, but it's because we had like a weird week off and I'm pretty sure it's just for filming because I saw that someone had posted on Twitter that they had just finished filming for like the 14th episode before the holidays. And then like they had a little bit of a longer holiday break. And so they're doing like four 15 now so i mean it makes sense a lot of our other shows are on hiatus like a weird hiatus is too because of filming so um there is no episode description for 414 but we do have a promo so that's exciting um i legit thought that it was going to pick right up like after gray's last line in this episode but it didn't so but we do get to see skip tracer randy so that's cool and apparently he's a bounty hunter, so that's yeah. Well, see, that like tripped me up because I was like, "It is Randy, like that's his voice, like that's yeah. Randy." So like, it, whatever. I don't. It'll be interesting for sure. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and then Eric and Roslyn had a, a new podcast episode drop today, um, and the preview for it was hilarious. We'll have to share it on our Twitter because it was just funny. Eric like shouted out the Bradford Mafia, isn't that what he called it? Yeah, which I was not aware that was a thing. So that I wasn't was either. To me, I wasn't either. But now I want to go and check out that hashtag. So <laughs> I don't know why I was thinking like something like cornier, like Bradford Brigade or something. <laughs> like I don't know, but Bradford, Bradford Mafia sounds cooler. So oh yeah. Well, and like Rosalind like teased about something and I was just like, oh my gosh, the dynamic that these two have is just too great. It's too great. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, that's it for the news. I mean, we should just dive right into the episode because there were three great storylines this week. They were almost all like quest. At least mm-hmm. Tim and Angela's was too. Like they were mm-hmm. on a quest to find something to like hang this guy up on. So yeah yeah um but we'll start off with nylon aaron and you know they're walking out to the shop um and he's got their war bags and she notices that he's wearing makeup and like well he quickly denies it she just like like rubs her finger down his face and like shows him the evidence and he's like oh yeah well i had a late night shoot for my reality show pilot and she's like how does a party at a nightclub reset the world's image of you and he's like well we were shooting reenactments of what my life was like before the murder and then she gives him another nickname and just calls him hollywood like her and her nicknames she never fails to like come up with the best nicknames i love her for it 
Um, and so then, you know, she tells him that she'll put up with the reality show as long as it clears his name and doesn't affect her work or his work. And I just love her and her bluntness. Like, it's too great. Mm-hmm. Um, but then as Aaron's like, I couldn't be any less Hollywood. Like, his assistant walks up. And we get a classic Nyla look in line. And she's like, who are you? With the point. And Aaron's just like, can you go? Like, you're not supposed to be here. This is my, like, real job. And the assistant, Kenton, uh, wants to follow Aaron around and even suggest writing in the back of the shop, which... I just had flashbacks to when Professor Ryan did with John and Nyla. And I was just like, that would be gold. Oh my God. Yeah. But then Nyla has an idea and she is like, um, why don't you go and track down some tacos that are like extremely hard to get a hold of? And so she like sends them on a wild goose chase because she's like, I'm just having this like wild pregnancy craving pregnant nyla whether she's happy or she's sassy is just the best it's the best so then as aaron tells her like that'll never happen again she feels something off of the baby um and she gets uncomfortable for a minute so she's like i better just stop on my ob and so they're at the hospital for a minute i thought that he just like dropped her off because i was thinking the doctor's office not like the hospital so I yeah. figured like Aaron had just dropped her off. And so he was like at the hospital alone. Um, but he was talking to a nurse at Shaw Memorial and Gray calls and, you know, asks how Harper is. Um, and so then Gray's like, well, I need you to relieve the sheriff's deputy that accompanied this guy to, you know, the hospital following a prison riot and stand guard outside of his room. So then Gray tells Langston, I love how the camera and like, just the cinematography did this like they just focused on gray like during the conversation and you know gray was like langston is a it's 18 years into a life sentence for killing a cop for a routine traffic stop like gray warns him that langston did it once and he would certainly do it again and i love how the camera cut from gray to aaron and like really focused in on his face it kind of felt like soap opera soap opery for a minute i can't talk but yeah um so then aaron walks up to the room and the sheriff's deputy like he looked familiar to me have we seen him before do you remember Uh i don't know he just looked familiar and i didn't get a chance to look him up if he was even listed as the cast um but yeah, so even like the sheriff's deputy warns Thorson that Langston is as dangerous as they come and that he should be careful and smart. Um, so then Aaron's standing guard outside of the room uh, and Langston starts talking to him. And he like quickly realizes who Aaron is and, you know, asks him to come into the room because he needs some help. But really, he just wanted like a better look at him. So as Aaron goes to walk out of the room, Langston's like, no, I really need help. I'm dying of thirst. So then Langston, you know, tells Aaron that they're, they're the same. And, you know, Aaron's just like, no, we're not, we're not even close to that. And so Langston, you know, he just tries to make it, tries to get his point across that he's innocent. Um, and he really wants to talk, but Aaron's like, you killed a cop and I'm walking out of here. So the next time we see Langston, they're getting his like they're re- wheeling him to surgery to reset his shattered arm 
and he's talking to Aaron about what he like found out after his conviction and it turns out that Langston had a court appointed lawyer who just didn't care and didn't put in like the effort and stuff um and so then Aaron tells him to file for a retrial but Langston you know doesn't have that kind of money and can't get a pro bono pro bono lawyer so Langston's like you know I need your help um and you know we like at this point Nyla's still gone so she comes back we find out the ultrasound came back clear the doctor just thinks it was some heartburn um honestly I did too it was like it's got to be heartburn um but I was also like we're not hurting this child even though Makia like had said in her Instagram post that they were seeing the pregnancy through I was like I have trust issues I'm not (laughs) believing that um you you just never know and like tv likes to hurt us except the rookie is usually good about not hurting us i mean yeah so i i I have faith like it's refreshing like i don't have that trust issue yeah with this so but like also i have trust issues so (laughs) i do i do when it comes to anything happy i i can't believe it until i like see it and i know that it's canon i just can't um, like I'm still convinced that I don't know I, like we know that baby Jack is fine but like do we though because we haven't seen him like you know a baby but it's fine we've seen him in a carrier um, yeah so then the doctor you know just thinks that it was heartburn and they're running some blood tests just to make sure though so then Aaron's like really thinking about helping Langston and Nyla just tells him that he shouldn't have talked to him that wasn't his job so then as they're you know talking um Kenton comes back with the tacos and you know just tells them like how he got them even saying that the tacos are courtesy of the director of murder dance party part three and Nyla's face was hilarious when she was like damn you are good and even when, like, he hands her the tacos, it was just amazing. Like, her micro expressions are the best, too. So then when Kenton says, I am the best, Nyla, Nyla smirks, and she's like, cocky. I like that. I mean, that's definitely something that Nyla looks for in someone, right? Like, a personality trait. Yeah, she can, like, appreciate it. Yeah. So then she you know she's just on like this desperate attempt to like get him away from Aaron I mean because Aaron's supposed to be working and so she just sends him on another wild goose chase for this doll that she wants to give her daughter and she can't remember what it was called she and hasn't been able to find it but like it was the first doll that she ever saw that had hair and a skin tone just like her and you know she gives him a few details like you know it had a French name and a pink parasol so Kenton's on it and then I loved this next moment when Kenton walks away and she hands the tacos to Aaron and just like walks away she's like here I can't have these and Aaron's just like looking around like uh okay what do I do with this bag full of tacos like it's just a whole mood it's a whole mood there should be like an emoji just like a guy standing with a bag yes yes um so then you know nyla goes later in the episode nyla goes back to langston's room and finds james james and wesley out there and james is like why didn't you tell me that you were seeing your ob and 
you know, she tells him that she didn't want him to worry if it was nothing, but, you know, he wants to know. He pretty much wants to know anything that happens with her uh, regarding the pregnancy. So then she looks over to Aaron and, you know, puts two and two together that, you know, he called to them about Langston. So then Nyla just like zones in on Aaron and she's like, the entire LAPD will hate you if you advocate for a convicted felon. And Wesley just chimes in. He's like, you know, if there's even a slight chance that he's innocent, it still needs to be investigated. So then um, Nyla just like goes back to Aaron and says like, if he ties himself to Langston, all chance of rebranding himself and reclaiming his identity um, is will separate like um you know it's doing like it's undoing everything that he's been working for so then wesley and james you know just want to talk to see the impression that they get from langston and see if there's any merit to what he's saying so our new favorite bromance goes in and they're questioning langston and they say it's way too early to tell if they can get him out of there um but they say that there were several investigative discrepancies and he clearly wasn't given adequate counsel. So then Wesley's like, you know, I can make some calls. There are a few lawyers I would trust to, you know, take on your case that are pro bono. And James just reminds Langston that there's no guarantees, um, just a little hope. And so Wesley's like, you know, this will be the hardest fight of your life, but you know, Langston's ready. So, you know, like he, Langston then looks back to Aaron and a tear rolls down his face. And, you know, he's like, I appreciate you because it's been a while since anyone's done that, you know, like listening to me. So then Nyla comes back to stay with Thorson and, you know, he gives her an update on where Wesley and James are later in the episode. And she tells him that um, she's just going to send the text to them to not waste their time because a retrial isn't going to matter. And, you know, Aaron's just like, well, why not? Like, you know, we have, you know, possible evidence that he didn't do anything. Um, and so Nyla shares that the sheriff department's, the sheriff's department combed through security footage of the prison riot. And it turns out that Langston stopped on a guard. Um, and now the guard is paralyzed from the waist down. So they're charging him with attempted murder of a peace officer which is a 20 to life sentence. So that's essentially why the retrial is pointless. Um, and he's never getting out of prison. So Aaron, you know, goes on about how the system is a joke. And, you know, if he wasn't wrongfully convicted in the first place, he wouldn't have spent half his life in the prison and wouldn't have been caught up in that riot. Um, which I don't disagree with Aaron. Like he was wrongfully convicted. He also had a horrible, you know, first shot at like trying to, you know, um, be found innocent with it. So, um, you know, Aaron's just like, I'm going to go tell Langston that it's over. And, you know, at the end of the episode, we see Nyla finishing paperwork and you know Aaron want Aaron meets her to say that the sheriff's department is here to transport Langston back to the prison so um you know they can go back to the district and Ken gets off the elevator with the doll and he said he got the doll off the dark web and like no one mentioned that like the dark web and I was just kind of like maybe it's because I watch a lot of other like intense cop shows. The dark web is not a good place. And Nyla's just like, 
let me just take that doll from you like i don't know um i just kind of found it funny so then nyla tells aaron not to lose kenton because he's the best assistant ever and kenton's like yeah i have to resign because hulu just bought my pilot which i loved that they used hulu and not like you know some other weird like streaming service that they just made up um and nyla and aaron are walking back out to go to the district when he tries to touch the doll and like she playfully slaps him and says don't touch it and like i just i love this dynamic i don't know if i've mentioned that <laughs> like i love this dynamic um and i hope to see like aaron with nyla's baby or something at some point like i don't know if he's met lila yet i would assume so but like i also want to see that um so then you know james like meets up with nyla and you know she apologizes for not calling him but she was terrified and needed to pretend that it was nothing and you know if she had called him then she would have to admit that something could be wrong so she like tells him a little bit more about lila's birth and how she was diagnosed with placenta previa and even the littlest things like freak her out and so you know she's like i should be happy planning her nursery and buying her clothes but you know i'm just terrified that something's gonna happen um this scene is when i like i had to stop because i was like okay did we know that nyla's baby is a girl before because i thought that she wanted the doll for lila I didn't even think, like, at this point that they would know the gender or something. Um, hmm. I mean, it no, was I definitely, like, know. in the white space that they had mentioned it, but I don't know. I was just like, oh, the doll is for Lila. Like, that just makes sense. But, yeah. So then, um, also, same Nyla. Like, again, we watch a lot of TV and usually something happens to the baby at least in some other shows that we watch so you know that's we're just always on edge or at least i am um and so then james just taking it one day at a time and he asks about the doll like saying you know that it's creepy and nyla's like no it's not she gets kind of like playfully defensive um and we find out that james is a father of two boys which did we know that i mean i know in the one episode she had said something about custody schedules and was like you know it was the morning after scene. Um, um, I think it was mentioned last season. In the community I, center? Yeah, I can't remember the episode. I know someone else had said it was like earlier in season three. Okay. Yeah, because I was just like, did we miss that? And so then going into this relationship, they have three kids between them. They're going to have a fourth, which... I mean i still think that that baby is not his but okay um yeah so then you know she hands the doll to him and tells him to hold it and he's like i don't really want to hold this doll um and you know so then like more towards the end of the episode which it was all like the last act um aaron is talking to a lawyer on the phone when nyla enters what i assume is the break room and Nyla's just like you know I thought that we agreed that it was over for Langston um but Aaron stands up for him and says you know he might have been guilty for the riot but we don't know if he was truly guilty 
18 years ago. So then this is where we get a little bit more Aaron backstory and we find out that he spent 541 days in prison. Um, and you know, it was built in the 1800s and he says, you know, that it didn't get nicer over time. Like he knows what it's like to be wrongfully convicted. So then Nyla sits down and asks if he needs any help. And, you know, he's just like, yes, because I have no idea where I'm starting off. And yeah, so that's the end of the Nyla and Aaron stuff. And I just love this dynamic. Again, I hope to see like Aaron with Nyla's baby or something, mainly because we didn't get it with Jackson and Angela. And I'm forever bitter about that. So yeah, sure. Um, so then we get a little bit of Lopez in this episode too. And Wesley just like walks up to Angela's desk and he's like, are you ready to go? Had a long day or whatever. And she's like, yep, I'm ready. Just finishing up some paperwork. And, you know, he's like, I've been doing some thinking. And she's like, you know, I told you about that thinking. And just the cracks from her are great. Like, I love her banter. I love her, like, sarcasm with him. And he just, like, takes it. Like, he just goes with it. So then, you know, Wesley's like, I think when I get my license back, I might want to do even more pro bono work. And, you know, Angela's like, yep, I knew you were going to say that. And, you know, he's predictable. And Angela's like, yep, because you're always going to do the selfless thing. That's just the kind of man that you are. And, you know when he asks like if she's okay with that she just jokes and she's like why because you're gonna be making even less money why would I have problem with that like (laughs) oh my god I love them so much and I don't know if you caught this but I caught it on both watches when she just like packs up herself like he just looks at her hard eyes like the hard eyes and then just like you know the look of she can do no wrong like I just love her with everything that I have yeah if it's not already gift i need someone to gift it please like for my sanity so i caught that on the second or well first rewatch i should say yeah yeah Yeah. so that was the nyla aaron slight wesley and james and angela of it all but Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah um so for Nolan and Lucy, um, they have the uh, stolen helicopter slash uh, quest uh, journey to go on. Um, the episode starts with uh, Nolan is walking into work. Um, there's a young man with um, coffee that's also on his way in. Um, he's like oh well you can't actually park down here but the guy's like oh I'm here to visit um, my dad uh, who works in property crimes and um, he said that his parents were divorced and his mom got full custody so his dad has him stop by the station for like some father-son time with uh, these aforementioned coffees Um, and John being John obviously you know talks the guy's ear off a little bit about you know, like Henry and how like his life relates to um the guy and um as they're going up in the elevator um the guy like hugs Nolan for a second um 
and is like, thank you for the talk and um, all of that. And I appreciated the camera work of like, they cut over from Nolan getting out of the elevator, like in his plain clothes to he's in uh, uniform now. And that transition was so cool. Yeah. And everyone's kind of like buzzing about uh, in the station and he's like what in the world is going on and lucy told him that someone stole a police helicopter um and he's like who what and greg comes over with the security camera footage um that shows the kid uh giving nolan a hug and he's like you know who it is um so turns out of course you know john would befriend uh the now helicopter thief um I mean, I don't know, like, how John missed that this kid, like, seemed like he was up to something. I don't know. I guess that's kind of, like, the naiveness of him or something because I was, like, right away this kid just seems like he's up to something. I mean, I wasn't suspicious until he, like, gave him a hug and I was like, dude, (laughs) why? Well, because, like, John is so good at, like, relating to people Like, it just seemed, I was just kind of like, okay, it's fine. It's just another, you know, like, file this under. Uh, like a good John know, moment. Yeah, yeah, like, just, the you know, Nolan being Nolan. Um, yeah, but then when the kid hugged him, I was like, okay, this is weird. Um, <laughs> oh, my God, I love it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Something else I liked, Lucy did come to John's defense, though, with the fact that, like, the kid stealing a helicopter is like highly unexpected behavior although i did crack up at um gray's like responsive well we deal with highly unexpected before breakfast as in yeah. like john you really should have known better <laughs> um i loved how gray was like don't just don't even stick up for him don't <laughs> yeah yeah he was not he was not having it um once again, John is inadvertently getting himself into trouble. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so the young man turns out to be uh, his name's Leo. Um, and he had said earlier, like when he first met John, that like Steve Miller um, was his dad or whatever that worked upstairs, but that's not really who his dad is. Um, and I have a question. So, like, did John, like, know who this Steve Miller was? Because, like, what if Steve was, like, you know, I don't know, like, a white guy or something? I don't know. I would have just been, like, thinking more about it in my head of, like, oh, are you? It could be an interracial couple. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, Um, I don't know. Like, I I don't know. Because I met him. Yeah. I'm not sure because we didn't actually see anyone named Steve like on the screen. So like, I don't know. Also like Steve Miller is a very basic name. I feel like so, you know, it probably was just like, oh yeah, there's probably an Officer Miller there. So I'm just going to like, you know, make up the same. That Mm -hmm. or like he asked the person that you'll get to later who he bummed (laughs) the pass off and he was like who can i like say this he was probably in on it the cop who gave him the pass was probably in on it or something oh my god i don't know (laughs) he's just like like wrong place the right person unfortunately for him to get that pass (laughs) so 
Um, exactly. Yeah. Um, I don't know. And I just, like, I mean, I appreciate the fact that John is aware that, like, Lucy can help him, like, get inside the kid's head. But I'm just like, okay, sure, it's fine. John, like, go steal Tim's work wife for the day. Like, okay, sure. The way um, that no one was like, um, yeah, I'm taking Lucy. But what about Tim? Like, yeah. what? No. Yeah. But at least it was nice that he was like, um, like Lucy kind of gave him a heads up and was like, oh, I'm actually going to like ride with Nolan to catch helicopter kid. Yeah. Um, and at least Tim was like chill about it. Um, and, you know, like asked her, if, you know, let him know if she needs anything like a good work husband should yeah so i was okay with that um i don't know it like i thought i was gonna be like not more excited to see like john and lucy again but it just like wasn't like i don't know just wasn't what i thought for them like it was very much they were all over the place with all these quests and everything it just was like an unexpected just different episode for them yeah be like riding together well, and it looked like in the next episode that we were going to get, like, our original partnerships back with, like, John and Nyla and then, like, Lucy and Tim. And mm-hmm. while I love, you know, like, seeing Aaron and then seeing Angela partnered up with Tim, like, I love our original partnerships. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I just do. I love seeing what Nyla can, like, you know, roast Nolan about. Um, I love the mm-hmm. Chenford of it all. And then we still get Angela. Yeah. But- I mean, it means that we don't get Thorson, and I don't yeah. like that. But I mean, if they could have Thorson and like Leslie and Angela work together, That'd I would be, be here cool. for that. Yeah, maybe they will though, because if they bring like I don't know if like the whole um like prisoner storyline will come back up. You know, like if yeah, like Aaron and Wesley would have more scenes or something. I don't know. I mean, True is on set yeah so it could be mm-hmm. yeah um so yeah john and lucy are riding together to catch uh leo in the helicopter um leo tries to make a deal with them and is like you have three quests to do before um i'm gonna like land and be done with everything in this helicopter and i mean gray had told them earlier though he's like no you gotta get him down before he runs out of gas or like get someone hurt or killed um which is kind of where like nolan's head was at too like he because like lucy was like well what exactly do we have to lose and nolan's like um bodies (laughs) helicopter helicopter. (laughs) yeah like he he was kind of in the same which is like kind of different for like nolan to see like more eye to eye with like gray originally i guess um so the first uh, quest is essentially like stopping monsters, quote unquote, uh, who hurt the princess, um, which is AKA stopping drug dealers and saving kids from ODing. Um, and Leo has this, I mean, he, he's a fan of video games. He likes fantasy novels. Um, and so his, uh, like, oh my gosh, I'm blanking on the word. This is terrible. 
analogy, metaphor, one of the two. Can't remember which. I swear I'm awake. Um, Anecdote. Like, comparison, like, he's using the fantasy, like, the, um, you know, slaying a dragon, slaying, you know, like, like, you know, monsters and princesses and all this, like, all of these words. Um, And the second quest is so like we see like so he gives him the first one we see nolan and chen go to the house they um end up getting a few of the kids um out okay and everything and so they like they complete that quest so that one's done um the second one is they have to uh slay a beast um aka capturing an alligator that was fun uh i kind of in a weird way kind of wish we would have gotten to like see them like i don't know how the heck that would work though like have an actual like alligator like i don't know yeah um that would have been definitely different for them to do um but it it just would have been interesting because lucy was like cupcake cupcake ate my taser <laughs> like the alligator was not nice <laughs> um so they like well they they sort of they john and lucy got it under control they called animal control to like finish the job though um and so that one was technically completed um the third like the third quest was kind of like it wasn't really like laid out um like concretely because like at this point Lucy had kind of filled Nolan in on like the psychology behind why Leo might be doing all of this um and you know like kind of attention seeking behavior has become more outrageous with social media um but like he's trying to do this to like stand out and establish his identity um but teens don't have fully formed brains yet um your brain really doesn't actually fully develop until like your 20s um so like teens don't perceive risk in the same way that adults do mm-hmm. um and so like with this information trying to get nolan to kind of understand like why um Leo might be doing what he's doing. Um, one of the more important things I think she says, though, is that, um, like, in order for Leo to, like, listen to them, they need to, like, accept his reality or, like, how, like, he's seeing things in the situation at hand. Um, because John originally did not want to go along with the, like, quests. Um, but, like, Lucy had said, well, what are our, what are our other options to just keep looking up in the sky and trying to track this thing down like no we need to kind of see what we can get um from leo so like you know like keep having these like conversations because kids talk um and so i just thought that was smart um i also just the book nerd in me appreciated her knowing the joseph campbell uh book um which is the hero's journey um and just i mean i 
think I had read it in I don't know it's either high school or college I can't remember but it's like it's literally like exactly how Leo describes it of like this whole entire journey that's like broken down into different into different steps and just like trials and tribulations there's like the people you meet along the way the choices you make like Mm -hmm. everything's kind of interconnected um and so I thought it was just kind of nice how they like laid it out in a way that works for the rookie I guess still um so the third quest ends up being kind of that Leo wants his mom to be saved um, because she's the one that he's really worried about and like has been trying to help um, because he's not the biggest fan of uh, he's not Leo is not the biggest fan of his mom's boyfriend because Leo's dad died a couple years ago like his parents are not actually um, like divorced like his dad passed Um, Mm -hmm. and he's been homeschooled for a year so the whole first quest of the princess and monsters like that was kind of um like a a hyperbole essentially um and so all of this um it's still kind of like I don't know I don't think like for once Nolan actually took a while to come around to the whole situation which is kind of different for him like he he's usually the one that's like first out of the gate like advocating for Mm -hmm. like the you know uh the people in trouble um but I think just because he was such a like a different teenager or like and I'm sure he raised Henry like in a different you know way too I just don't think like he's like used to dealing with this like age group because he hasn't had to deal with a teenager in you know how old is henry like he told leo like a couple years older than him and i was like okay but leo is easily like 13 14 maybe he was i think he said i think he said he was 17 i think okay 16 17 but still though if henry's what like Like 20 21 or something i don't know Yeah. yeah So, I mean, not that far off, I guess, but it's still, it's just, like, it's a different, um, like, the adolescent, like, age group of being, like, a teenager is different than, like, the, yeah being a young adult once you're, like, you know, 18 to, that, like, 18 to 25. Yeah. Like, range. Um, <clears throat> it's different in psychology, too. Um, but anyway, so, um, we got a couple gray scenes, too, in the midst of all this, because, Gray was the one that talked to uh, Leo's mom and her boyfriend um, because like Leo wasn't there when uh, his mom got home from her graveyard shift. Goodness, sorry. Um, And so Brian is the boyfriend and he kind of like butted in and was like, well, Leo doesn't really talk to them. He's always playing his video games and like his fantasy, like reading his um, fantasy books and everything. Um, the like all the quests kind of fit together in a way because mm-hmm. the uh, alligator guy, as he's called, um, Murray actually had drugs like on him, um, which it just it all kind of fits together um because leo's mom has a history of drug abuse and like she relapsed after his dad died 
Um, and so the whole point is like to get to get Leo's mom away from Brian because like he's bad news. Um, but they can't tie Brian to the fentanyl that the um, that Murray, the owner of the alligator, had um, yet anyway. Um, but Gray is the one that kind of does some like convincing um because he's talking to murray and he's like okay so you're in some trouble right now but if you give us you know like what we need you can see you know talk to the people that have um cupcake the alligator like in custody um and murray folds like so quickly he's like okay yeah sure i got it like that's fine um so it was like too easy he just wants cupcake back (laughs) yeah he was so like um he was so worried about his alligator he would think it was like his dog Mm -hmm. i mean hey a pet's a pet yeah um but yeah it was definitely definitely an interesting conversation um so after gray gets murray to make a deal um they end up getting a warrant on Brian um, so they can actually go and like pick him up and Nolan that was Nolan's uh, like quest for Leo was that so he could like kind of be the eye in the sky and like watch all this happen um, and so and that was a nice moment although it's unfortunately kind of ruined by the fact that uh leo has run out of gas now in the helicopter so he has to like kind of make an emergency landing although he does land safely which was good yeah um but he still has to be taken into custody since he did steal a police helicopter um but later um nolan like he he manages to um get out i don't know if he's like out on like bail or like what like i don't know how in the world yeah Leo actually like got out because i mean i'm sure that it wasn't just oh well like we'll let you go yeah like i don't know because it's like he stole like a police helicopter so is it like the overarching lapd like brought charges or some kind of like weird yeah thing like i don't know i wasn't really entirely clear on that but like Anyway, regardless, maybe he's just going home for the night. I don't know. Um, since he was like a juvenile, I don't know. Um, but anyway, so Leo's going um, going out. No one's walking with him. Um, offers him some fatherly advice, you know, as he always does. Um, and tells Leo to call him before he does like anything rash. Um and yeah so apparently well leo couldn't actually remember smitty's name at first but it was smitty (laughs) yeah um who inadvertently like the key card was used to gain access to the roof to get to the helicopter in the first place so so good yeah so good yeah i can totally just see like smitty being like yeah here you go like no big deal yeah like even when he's not like actually seen on screen he's still causing chaos yeah so it's perfect it is um 
Oh my gosh. And just the like ending scene, the music threw me off again. I don't know about anyone else, but the music threw me off again for the end scene. When yeah. Gray comes out and is like, I'm putting everyone in for overtime because Cupcake broke free. And Angela's like, Who's Cupcake? Like, they should have just ended it like right there. Like, right there. Right there after that. That would have been like totally perfectly on brand. Honestly, like, I know that I tweeted last night on my personal account. It was like, Gray just ruined that moment, but really, it was Cupcake the Alligator that totally ruined it. We could have had True. a team scene of that. Well, not really a team, but like, you know, a group mm-hmm. scene. Well, yeah. wait, no. Chenford, <laughs> the non canon couple, Wopez, the canon couple, and Nolan, like, third wheel in it you know getting drinks together and grace just like yeah, yeah you're all getting overtime like yeah. i saw lucy putting on like her body cam again like all just dejected because she couldn't like go and have drinks with tim and like sit next to him and flirt with him more mm-hmm. and wesley just like raises his eyebrows like what the hell is going on it just yeah. the, the alligator ruined the scene okay <laughs> and like we'll probably never see it so yeah, they're pulling a pulling a 402 and like it's on the cutting room floor somewhere. Literally, it's the second time that this has happened in season four. And Tim had even yeah. like looked at Lucy and was like, oh, let's go get drinks. Mm-hmm. Like, I love yeah. that. I still can't believe that I thought he said not Nolan as opposed to like drinks are on <laughs> Nolan. I literally thought he said not Nolan. You know what? And I didn't even totally hear that on my first watch. I didn't. Because then know. I'm over here, I'm like, why is John still walking with them? <laughs> Tim literally just told him to, like, get the fuck out. Like, go away. <laughs> no, but, like, honestly, if you think about it, Nolan would have been the fifth wheel. Like, yeah. Well, he, like, no one can just, like, st- like be, like, stuck at the bar, like, with the never-ending tab. <laughs> yes. Like, that is his role, essentially. Well, because they're, Tim- like, peace out. We gotta go home. And Chenford's just like, see you later, dude. Like, we're going, too. Yeah. Oh, my God. But just, oh, man. Just the, like... Now I need that scene. Can our friend M please draw out that scene? Because she did with the goat. And, like, it was amazing. And if you're listening, please sketch out that scene. Like, what would have happened at that dinner? What Or at that drink thing? Like, you know, what would the conversation have been? yeah like oh you know tim and i went out with lucy or with ashley and chris last week you know and i just like flirted with tim like and took his mushroom off of his plate (laughs) like oh my god please i need that and no one's just sitting there like a meme or like the emoji the default emoji Uh exactly except you know it's like the default emoji but like put the credit card next to it too yeah and Angela's looking at them with like shifty eyes like something's going on between these two I can see it I mean we can even have Nyla and James there too like why not and Aaron like please even Gray like I'm here for I need a team scene of them like off shift can't animal control just handle the alligator you would think that is literally their job but like apparently, Holy like it's on animals. the loose throughout Los Angeles, and oh jeez, 
Like, I'm kind of worried. <laughs> I am, too. Between oh, watching 911 and then their rookie, sometimes I'm like, I don't want to go and visit Los Angeles because weird stuff happens there. <laughs> the 911 has, like, you know, unrealistic, like, cases sometimes. And, yeah, I mean, they literally have, like, an like a earthquake or something this year and like you know the la zoo was just like roaming around wow weird yeah but yeah so that was it for the like quest and helicopter and all that so and the friend like hangout that we'll never see that's Mm -hmm. fine i'm not bitter at all it's fine (laughs) I mean, if anything, I would have just loved to see Nolan, like, fifth wheel in it. Honestly, that would have been the icing on the cake for me. So funny. Yeah. So, now we have Tindula, which someone coined, I don't know if it was you or someone else. I Seriously, if it was me, I literally have no recollection of it. So, if I did, (laughs) you're welcome. If I did not, someone else, please tell me who did. I feel like someone did, and then you just, like, started using it more. I don't really know. I probably know. did. That sounds more like me, that I would just see something and, like, just start saying it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know, but we need to see more of it, because their <laughs> friendship is just, like, supreme here. So, um, so then, yeah, like, Angela meets him, and, you know, she's like, so guess what and tim's like i don't do guessing games so you know my question is is tim you don't like those games like at all what if lucy came up to you and like you know it was like guess what i have he would probably love it he would literally hate guess who could you imagine him playing any sort of board game because i can't he would hate every board game oh my god monopoly he would despise but he'd also because he's so competitive though i feel like he'd like want to win so desperately though like all of these yeah but it's like also the never-ending board games he would just be like oh my god i hate these true like monopoly isn't the game like life life. yeah Yeah, the game of life he would fucking hate it and lucy would be over here in her car with her five kids or whatever in her house and get so excited about what house she's gonna buy oh my god we literally have one brain cell because we both said life (laughs) at the same time you had said five kids and i was gonna say six she probably picks like you know the pink car or something like tim would probably be like okay i'm done i just want to be the banker like (laughs) i'll give everyone their money oh my god can we do that can we have a game night with drinks included for like Lopez and Chenford and Nyla and just all the couples. Everyone can like get drunk and play Twister. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Lucy just like accidentally grazes Tim's like bicep or something. We need a we need a rookie game night, please. That'd be so good. And Grace want a karaoke. Oh it's yeah, definitely. karaoke time, but like I'll take a game night. I need a game night with never-ending board games and Tim just complains the entire time. The entire time. Nope. But yeah, so anyway, we find out that Tim's old friend Des Robinson is sitting, you know, in a holding cell. And I say friend in quote marks, so because like he's a criminal, like he's not <laughs> that much of a friend. 
So then apparently like he was pulled over for a traffic violation and they found a diamond bracelet in his car that was taken during a home invasion um, and left the family dead. So Angela's like, you know, I'm going to go question Des and she asks if Tim wants in and he just replies with, you bet your ass I do. And I love that they put that in. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know why I just do. Um, So then, you know, Tim and Angela are in the interrogation room with Des and, you know, He's in there without a lawyer, so we find out he's still on probation, and he had no idea that the bracelet was stolen. He had supposedly bought it from a pawn shop for his mom's birthday, and Tim's like, yeah, I don't believe that. So then Des can't remember the pawn shop and, you know, doesn't have a receipt because he doesn't believe in them. Okay, I mean, whatever. I believe in receipts, but... um. And so then Tim just reminds him that the bracelet wasn't just stolen. It was taken from a home invasion, you know, where three people were killed and, you know, they think that he's part of the crew. So then Tim, you know, tells them that they go way back and, you know, he mentions the phrase like the joy of recidivism. And yeah, I don't know. I like, I just need to know more about Des's history and how Tim came across him. Like, did Tim come across him when he was a rookie and he was just like a P2. I don't know. Um, but then, you know, Tim's like, I know that you're not afraid of violence, but you're not a killer. And he doesn't think that does would shoot this family in cold blood, but he does think that he's like hooked up with this crew and didn't know that they were killers. So then Angela tells them what, you know, tells him what they can do. And, you know, if he tells them who he's working with, they can make a deal. And if not, they'll hang the murders on him. And the rest of the crew and he'll die in prison so then you know does just gives them a name and you know mentions that it's his lawyer and he wants to talk to her so then later in the episode tim meets with does boss to verify a few things like his employment if he was working two nights ago and all that and we find out that does paid his boss 500 dollars to clock him in on the nights that he needed an alibi so right there i mean the guy is just like guilty um or guilty of something and so his boss just thinks that you know he was cheating on his girlfriend um so you know we find out that like not only was he not at work two nights before but he also had paid his boss to clock him in for that night um and so then tim and angela meet back up and angela starts to go over a plan and Tim's like, we don't have time. The crew has another target lined up for that night. Um, and we have to figure out where they're hitting because they're going to drop more bodies if they're not caught. So then Tim and a bunch of officers go and search Des's house looking for a gun, but they don't find one. So they have to, you know, find something that ties him definitively, definitively to the home invasions. So then Tim's like, you know, the only other option to stop the crows if does flips and when asked what they've searched so far Webb just says you know they've went full deer system which is a good start um and i saw that someone paralleled this with the chenford deer system scene um and you know tim just brings up fsts which Webb is like yeah field sobriety test um but tim says you know while you're searching a house fst means something else and so it's basically a fresh set of eyes, a systematic grid search, and treat it like a contest. Um, and Webb's supposed to get all of the guys from the outside, from outside the house to search the inside 
and vice versa. So that's the fresh set of eyes. And then they're supposed to do a systematic grid search. Um, and Tim like tells all of the officers who came in that there's a hundred dollar gift card in it for the first officer who finds evidence uh, linking us to their 211. So like basically Tim is like bribing his officers to find anything. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think that that's very good police work, but I mean, okay. So then, you know, Tim's just like cops love to compete and will push themselves harder if they know there's something to win. Tim is one competitive guy. Like, obviously, he believes that. So then Angela calls Tim, who's still searching, you know, does his house. And, uh, you know, he's like, I found some old gloves, possible burglary tools and impact weapons, but nothing really like substantially to help, you know, convict does. So Angela's like, well, Des is about to walk out with his lawyer and, you know, all we can charge him with is possession of stolen property. So then Tim's like, can you stall him? And, you know, so she gives him 20 minutes and then, um, you know, Webb comes up to Tim and, you know, just says all we can find is some tools. So Tim realizes that they need someone else there, which is the canine unit with a bomb sniffing dog. And, you know, the dog gets there. He's looking for bomb ingredients. Uh, when he jumps up on like a, like a bench of like a bay window and starts like barking and looking outside. And we get a classic line from Tim of, are you kidding me? And I didn't catch the dog's name until my second rewatch with closed captions. And the dog's name was Thor. And he was barking at a squirrel. And Tim's just like, really distracted by squirrel do you realize how cliche that is he literally talks to animals like they're humans like this is a personality trait at this point for him i'm like i love it (laughs) um and then you know like thor starts sniffing the bench and tim is like wait no he found something and so he opens what looks like a drawer in the bay window and finds evidence which is guns drugs and money so they've got they've got does um and you know we see tim back at the district walking back towards the interrogation room and angela comes out and you know it's like does gave us everything every job every guy in the crew and the location of where the robbery is happening tonight so then they're supposed to hit the guy within the, they're supposed to hit the house within the hour um and so then tindula and you know the rest of their team's are on the scene and they sneak up on a guy in a van who's like the lookout slash getaway driver but he's not doing a very good job and so then you know angela's like the getaway driver you, you know it used to be that they were hyper alert during a robbery and tim's just like i blame it on social media i didn't notice this last night when it was first airing but we got a chenford parallel line in this episode nope I did not realize that until, you know, just now, like tonight. So then, um, you know, the getaway driver confirms that there's three guys in there. They're supposed to be out in 30 minutes, in and out in 30 minutes, and they're 28 minutes in. So, you know, he tells them the plan and where they can find the robbers. And Angela's just like, well, we can't go in hot when there's a guy hovering over a family with a weapon. And so Tim's like, well, we need another way in then. And this is where Tim Bradford in a white t-shirt with a brown paper bag as a delivery driver enters. And, you know, while Tim's delivering the food, 
um, Angela and the rest of the team get ready to breach. And I just one, I mean, I knew that she would do this, but like she's got his vest on her arm and she's like ready to move. The inside guy texts the getaway driver because he hears doorbell, like, you know, and he finds out that it's delivery guy. And, you know, Tim just like breaks the glass and throws in like a smoke bomb. And the team just busts down the door and enters. Um, and then, you know, like Tim's got his vest on at this point, but like still white t-shirt showing. Class, like I would just like to thank Eric the rookie wardrobe team literally everyone who was in charge of giving us that white t-shirt just like thank you eric for your existence please oh my gosh and then um you know that he sent a and ho uh sneak peek today was him in a white t-shirt and i was like hashtag blessed honestly like i'm sure they didn't plan that but just the fact that they were talking about like well like he and Rosalind were comparing their like respective like fandom armies kind of uh-huh. it just like cracked me up like of course yeah yeah oh my gosh and he like mentioned bradford mafia and it was just too great it was like we we don't deserve this whatever i did to deserve this like thank you to whoever is giving it to me um so then tim and angela like walk up the steps and are instantly met with gunfire as they they're like halfway up the staircase at this point um and you know there's two guys up there and tim wants another smoke bomb so they can finish their breach angela enters a room and is taken down kind of taken down by a guy but also just like thrown up against the wall and like they're in a fight um and then tim like shoots a guy and the special effects are wild in that because you literally see the blood like spatter and i don't know i just caught that on my first watch and i was like wow I don't know. I was, it was so distracted weird. by Angela and Tim being so in sync when they were moving and like ducking the gunfire that yes. they were taking on the staircase. And it was just like, okay, like duck down, okay, back up, duck down, back up. Like they were so in sync. It mm-hmm. absolutely killed me. So good. So then, like, while Angela's getting literally thrown up against the wall and then like pushed down to the ground, she gets the guy down though with her. And, you know, like, she puts him in a headlock, like, cracking a bone in his wrist and then, like, applying pressure on his neck with her legs. And I'm like, this badass queen detective here, like, we need to see more of that. Um, Like, don't mess with Angela. No. And so then, like, she cuffs him and Tim comes back to check on her and, you know, it's like, are you okay? And she's like, you know it. Like, we need that in a gift, too, please. Mm -hmm. So yeah that's it for the tingula stuff like like i said before i love seeing our classic like nylon john and you know chen for partnerships but i also love seeing you know like angela work more with the team especially because she's not a p3 anymore um mm-hmm. but you know i mean i do love seeing our classic ships too so yeah. i don't know i just i just want it all i mean mm-hmm. yeah but yeah that's it for the episode i mean we have some listener thoughts so we can go over those do you want to talk about valerie's sure um so valerie's um the highlights for her were the personal assistant yeah oh my god kenton was so funny and just like when nyla was like you're the best assistant ever i was just like yeah he kind of is like i was kind of sad that he was leaving 
anytime um, that he showed up it was like he had a big smile on his face and he was like here you go i just mm-hmm. like you know successfully accomplished another class yeah yeah um tim scolding the dog yeah i just i kind of forgot that eric had posted the instagram photo like with the dog um from like back then and so i was like oh right that's the dog like that was just fun to like put two and two together um but yeah tim scolding the dog for getting distracted by a squirrel like classic i just want to see like what he does with kojo yeah well because like we had um tim was like yelling at kojo um in season three like he would you know talk to lucy when she was his boot um Mm -hmm. but yeah i mean just tim with animals is just so like fun to see Oh my god! Imagine if imagine if they found that alligator, and Tim was talking to him like a human. He'd be like, "Why'd oh you get god. out?" Oh yeah. my god! I think someone else on Twitter had said like, "What if Lucy started making alligator noises?" <laughs> Please! <laughs> oh my god! Now I really want to see how Tim Dell took Gerald the goat. I like really, not so much yeah. Lucy, but like how did Tim talk to him? Yeah, or did Tim just like watch in amazement? Yeah. Oh my god. I'd- yeah i don't know because the goat wasn't sitting in tim's seat gerald was sitting in lucy's seat if gerald had been sitting in tim's seat he would have been like get the fuck out of the shop like yeah but i can also see like whatever lucy was doing wasn't working and tim's like step aside i got this and then he like (laughs) talks to him in like a stern voice and he's like yeah that's not working either suddenly i need a whole hour-long show of tim just like talking to animals Like, can he be like Doctor yeah. Doolittle next? Yeah, I was just gonna say that I'm like Doctor Tim. <laughs> oh my god! I swear there's, I'm fine. <laughs> there's there's a spinoff we all need. <laughs> oh my god! Please, Doctor Tim in a white T-shirt. That's yeah. it. That's it. Just like like not like the white like lab coat. It's just like a white T-shirt. Like yeah. that's the thing. Yep. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> anyway his sorry Valerie. Be like his like gray button up you know like <laughs> jean jacket that he wears yeah, yeah. that would be good I'm fine yeah <laughs> i'm just coming up with spinoff ideas <laughs> yeah um valor also said it was uh fun to see and it was good to see angela out in the field yeah yeah for sure um lucy's homemade awards oh my goodness that was the cutest thing i'd ever seen in my whole entire life was lucy <laughs> being so excited i don't think i mentioned that in my thing my bad no. um yeah lucy gave john a trophy for like completing the quest and he was like so you completed them with me and she's like oh don't worry i made myself one too like of course she did and then she still had them in her hand when tim walked up and he didn't like talk about them like he didn't address it and i was like <laughs> dude you had a good chance right there you yep. Yeah, I mean, when but, Tim um, was like, anyone else have a crazy day? I was like, oof, felt that because they all <laughs> did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but all those moments for Valerie were awesome, which is, yeah, totally. Um, she also hopes that Cupcake is all right um, and is excited. We're going to see Skip Tracer Randy in the next episode. Yeah. Should be fun. Yep. Um, some highlights for Lydia were that she liked Tim showing his sergeant skills to the team. Um, and she said, do you think he already taught Lucy that stuff that we saw in teaching web? Oh, about the FSTs. 
Um, maybe. I, I mean, assume so. Yeah. But yes, it was awesome to see him like flexing those sergeant skills to his team. So mm-hmm. that was really cool. Um, and then she also liked Nolan and Lucy like analyzing Leo's motives. I think it was like definitely up Lucy's alley. Like she mm-hmm. liked the psychology of it all. She kind of liked like going on the hunt. Um, because she wasn't really like against it. She was kind of yeah. just like, yeah, why not? Let's do it. Like, what else do we have to lose? Um and then Lydia said that the trophy Lucy made and Tim with the dog were so cute and funny. Loved it. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Um, for Beverly, it was um, helping the convicted man and then um, his tears when finally someone hears and like sees him as a human being. Yeah, that was definitely like just the whole entire like kind of journey that we saw Aaron go on with um Langston and like their how their journeys like paralleled each other in a way was mm-hmm. like definitely it was like very very powerful yeah um and at the end oh she thought oh no what terrible thing has happened now um and she's totally top caught off guard and uh thought it was was funny that it was just that cupcake had gotten out um they were the storylines were very like fresh and creative and as always a great cast yep yes um and then mindy had said it was great to see angela being able to be a badass again loved how well angela knows wesley and how she accepts him love that love her um (laughs) And then she also said that Nyla opening up to James about her fears surrounding her pregnancy was also great to see. Yeah, I liked how she didn't feel like she had to hide him from that. Like, she was like, no, this is exactly what I'm struggling with, and I want you to realize, like, where I'm coming from. Um, and then Mindy also said she liked getting to see more of Aaron and his backstory. Same. <laughs> Hope that we get to see more of that. Um I think we get a good balance with Aaron. Like we see his backstory and we also see how he struggles with his past and like, you know, how the system is on the job. Mm-hmm. Like, the rookie's always done a really good job with that. Like the backstory and how it can relate to the job. So, um, and then she also said, Tim with the dog was probably my favorite part. And she, I mean, he said that Lucy making the trophies is very Lucy definitely was definitely was yeah i literally thought for whatever reason that it was going to like she like bought trophies and like had them engraved yeah (laughs) like oh my god just yeah it was very very lucy to just like have. she even had it on like gold paper you know it wasn't just like it was like white paper it was like gold like the 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 precious little angel went all out for it Mm -hmm. Yep. And I hope that no one really like hung it up or something like you know. <laughs> he better have. Um oh gosh. You can go ahead and take Bonnie and Ricardo's. <laughs> okay. Um for Bonnie's, um Kenton um was like a highlight for her and then Cupcake, um was definitely interesting um she would have loved to have seen uh 
Chen and Nolan like wrangling the um, alligator since like how else would we have gotten to like see how the gator um, ate Lucy's taser yeah I definitely uh, agree that would have been like interesting to see um, how that all like came into play um, Tim looked at Lucy when he invited the group for drinks um, she thought that he was going to invite Lucy out alone See, this goes along with my whole thing of, like, I thought that he said not Nolan. <laughs> like, I'm still going with that. Like, I wish that actually happened. Um, and Bonnie said, not going to lie, waiting for the other shoe to drop, that it's uh, Donovan's baby. Wow, Jennifer is not the only one that's thinking that then. I guess I'm in the camp of, like, I still think it's um james's baby literally i'm waiting for the ball to drop too like as james is like i want to know everything that happens with the baby i'm like dude that's not your baby though <laughs> god you're killing me um she loved the uh aaron backstory and tim in the white t-shirt was uh fire yeah no it was good it was so good um and the dog was so cute so yeah just agree totally agree um dog was definitely a highlight for like the two seconds the golden retriever at least i think that's the kind of dog it was that was um in the scene so cute yeah that was the kind of dog yeah sorry i'm just like i'm just dying at a (laughs) dm oh god okay then i really need you to go and look at after (laughs) okay oh god um, okay, while Jennifer pulls herself together, I will continue. <laughs> Do you want me to continue? <laughs> God. No, um, it's fine. I can, I can do it. I okay. can do it. <laughs> Where did you leave off? <laughs> I was just going to read Ricardo's. Oh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. I swear we're professional, sort of. Um, okay, so the funniest DM that we just got in our group chat. (laughs) Oh, God. Um, I blame Lauren. (laughs) Oh, God. Thanks, Lauren. Shout out to you. Um, so anyway, um, gosh, if I could quit coughing, um, for Ricardo, the highlights were Tim in the white t shirt and him acting with a dog. Yeah. Um, Aaron Thorson being back. True Valentino should be a part of the main cast. Yeah, we so agree with that. Like, up him to a series regular role, like, right now. I want to start a petition on that, please. For sure. Let's do it. Um, yeah. A little bit disappointing, the lack of Tenford. Um, there, um, Ricarda expected some Tenford crumbs because... Um, we were all clowning over that one promo photo please and it was like two seconds yeah of just it was lucy just being like hi i'm gonna go ride with (laughs) nolan bye um yeah because i guess the writer of this episode gave um gave us the uh amber episode which is 309 in the um day of death episode which i did not know i didn't realize that now yeah um yeah but I mean still I mean still some good Tim with the dog cracking me up I didn't really realize like how many people would like latch onto that Which, honestly I mean, I don't we just them. need 
we just need Tim with animals more, please. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so Janine had um, a few thoughts and she said, next episode, we finally meet Randy. So that'll be exciting. Um, she also said that last night's episode was very well-rounded. She enjoyed seeing everyone with the storyline and uh, she can't decide which one was better. And it was a very balanced episode. Uh, just Mr. Chenford. And she had said that we finally saw Eric with the dog from his Instagram. That was adorable. And he looked so hot in that white t-shirt. <laughs> wow. Wonder if we'll, uh, if we don't get him shirtless, I'll take the white t-shirt any day. And then she said that it was, she loved that it was Angela and Tim teaming up and, and how he got all those officers to look around that house. That was pretty cool or funny. Um, and then the betting personality that Tim has has not gone away. Nope. It's just part of his personality trait at this point. And she said, Angela with the takedown moves. Holy shit. That was awesome. Uh, we haven't seen her like that in a while and glad we got to see it again. Um, and then she also said that she looked awesome from her outfits to her hair. Everything was amazing. Like chef's kiss and kudos to the rookie wardrobe and like makeup and hair team because it's just amazing all the time um i mean i had it in my notes that like while i shouldn't have been focusing on it i was definitely looking at lucy's braid like her bun in the scene where like her nolan are first in the shop you know and they're like (laughs) psychoanalyzing uh leo yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. um and I was focusing on her like neck tattoo, but that's besides the point. So <laughs> then um, she said, all that worrying about the split between Tim and Lucy, maybe the separation that Eric was describing in his cameo was just case related, not that they had a fight or disagreement. Yeah, I think it's probably just case related. I don't think it's like anything major. Because yeah, they're able to like work together and it's not like awkward. Yeah. For them. So. Um, and Janine said, I do enjoy Nolan and Chen teaming up together, and I want to hear about Rebellious Lucy. Literally saying. Oh my gosh, yeah. When yeah, Lucy was definitely. like, it doesn't surprise me at all that, like, you didn't you know, rebel to Nolan. I was like, it yeah. surprises no one. <laughs> surprises no one. <laughs> and then Janine said, Leo, that kid, I'm so glad they let him go. He did help them in several ways. Um, and the fact that he got his police pass from Smitty, that was just too funny. She said she was not expecting that he was trying to bring down drug dealers. Uh, so it was an awesome storyline. And by far her favorite part was Cupcake the Alligator. Um, and she said that the druggie was so worried about his boy Cupcake that he gave up all his partners. Nope. I mean, that's like Dog Dad Tim. Like He would do literally anything for Kojo. This guy would do literally anything for his alligator named Cupcake. And that's just, you know, how it is. It's fine. Um, so then she said she loved that we got to see James and Wesley and love their bromance. Um, and then also, you know, like them trying, them helping Aaron, who was trying to help people based on his experience. She loves that. Um, and she commends Nyla for, you know, just like turning around when it concerns Aaron um and you know really like coming around to him um and then she also said she was using that assistant to the like to to the uh to the fullest potential like you know Mm -hmm. she was just using him um 
you know, for her own benefit, which was awesome. And she said her nicknames keep coming for Aaron and she looks forward to when they drive together, like what new nickname she'll come up with. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's it for 413. I had to think about the episode number for a minute. <laughs> yeah. I'm still like just trying to compose myself after that DM. Like it's just I can't. I did read it and so the Yeah. You know. um yeah so you can find us on twitter at the shop talk pod underscore or email us at shop talk the rookie podcast at gmail.com with all of your thoughts um you can also find this individually on twitter as well i'm at jstark804 and i'm at carrie hyman and that's it for us but next week we'll be covering a chenford episode which one that is is still up in the air we're not quite sure on which one we want to cover um, we have like three good ones and we just need your help to decide. So we'll be putting up a poll um, and we want you to help us, you know, kind of figure out what Chenford episode to get all up in our fields with. So keep an eye out for that poll. It'll be going up like later this week. So yeah. Bye everyone. Bye guys. Go get them, boo.